Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is 108 on a Saturday news radio at 830-WCCO. All the cheers for Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. Our phone number today is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. And a friendly reminder up front, we get a lot of calls and a lot of texts. We invite you to call or text early, and we'll be sure to get to your question or comment before we say goodbye today. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful, Steve. We're having a, a great Earth Day. And I got to tell you, driving through St. Paul, enormous crowds over there. Enormous crowds. Yeah, St. Paul's very busy. you got the Wild game coming up here in an hour as they try and stay alive in the playoffs. Uh, you have the big gathering over at the state capitol, so a lot, of going, a lot going on in the city of St. Paul today for sure. And, of course, we'll have more coverage of all of that throughout the day here on the news and on a sports Saturday here at CCO. Once again, text line, great way to go, 81807. That is 81807, or you can text... Uh, all right, call 651-989-9226. Text 81807-CALL-651-989-9226. And we're going to open the show on the phone lines today, Doug. And uh, let's get started right at the top and go to Rick. Rick, you're on the air. Yeah, <clears throat> Doug, I'm wondering if you know of a program that's available that will remove shake from a video. Oh, my. Are you talking about streaming video when you're playing that on the Internet? Uh, no, it's uh, off of a digital camera I have. Oh, I am not sure. If this is recorded, I don't know if there's anything that you can do to actually get to that unless you get to some kind of a, produ- a professional video production. That's um, I-, I think I know what you're talking about, and so many of these cameras today... Uh, have this uh, anti-shutter feature, anti-shake feature, and I don't know how you'd remove that out of a digital movie. I, I really don't. That's uh, that's really a good question. I can do some research and try to get back to you on that next week, or you can give me a call. But I, off the top of my head, I got no answer for you. That certainly sounds like a very complicated post-production. Pretty thing. technical. Yeah, yeah that. And there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, there's a lot of great programs out there, like Photoshop, if you're dealing with stills. But you get into video, and that's a lot more complicated. That's a whole new program. Yeah, trying to clean that up for sure. All right, let's go to Gary in St. Paul. Gary, you're on the air with Doug. Well, I've got a HP laptop, and, and I, I bought it at Micro Center, and they, they hooked me up with some EDES. NOD32, uh, some uh, 
Virus, antivirus. ESET, absolutely wonderful product. All right, but the thing, it's right from the get-go, it starts very, very, very slow, and and everything is, it's like it's in molasses. I mean, everything is slow. Uh, You actually, are you running Windows 10? No, 7. All right, Um, if that's the case... You, you, we're gonna give me a call next week, and I can show you how how to tone that down just a bit. Um, you're gonna wanna wanna make sure you're not scanning everything because that's not necessary. And you're gonna clean up your Windows Seven with C Cleaner, and make sure your drive is optimized. You, you're gonna see some performance reduction, but you shouldn't notice the amount that you have with ESET. I'm I'm really suspecting, by the way, that you have other ones running in the background that you can't see. Uh, possibly McAfee, possibly Norton, possibly a couple others that are hidden in the in the Windows services. Uh, give me a call next week, and I'll connect up, and we'll take a peek of that. It shouldn't be distressful on a new computer. That's my point. Um, and thank you for the call. I wish I could give you more help in a short time. All right, Doug, uh, in previous shows, it's come up before. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing well, when it bet. comes to this sort of thing. You don't want too many antivirus programs running in the background. You don't want them competing. Uh, you will get slowdowns, and that's going to cause performance problems. Exactly. And, and it, you know, it's one thing if somebody's got a computer with 8 gigs of RAM or even 6 gigs of RAM, uh, but ESET... If you're if you're running a computer with minimal RAM, like two gigs, but if he just bought that, I can almost guarantee it's got a minimum of four. So that should not be the issue. When you fire up everything that that Enod thirty two has to offer, it, it's going to slow down somewhat, but it shouldn't put a drag on a. Remember, these people's reputations depends on their computer running as well. So Enod is pretty pretty conservative, and I'd I'd like to take a look at that computer and give us more information. All right, uh, by the way, uh, the phone number on the program, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Here at CCO, Doug's in for the entire hour, each and every Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. Jonathan Lowe is our studio coordinator. Always great to see Jonathan. What a day, 66 degrees here in the Twin Cities. We've got a breeze now out of the northwest. At 11 miles an hour. Um, here's one. Uh, keep getting the virus alert to call. What can be done? Mm, don't don't do it. call. Don't yeah. do it. And, in fact, Steve, you'll like hearing this. I got two calls last week that people knew my computer was under attack. Honest to God. And the second one happened, and I had some extra time. So I said, how do you know that? Well, he says it says right here on my computer. I said, what IP address is it giving you? He says, what? I said, what's the internet protocol address? You have to have that to know it's my computer. And he says, 64. I said, no, that's not how an IP address works. Where'd you get my name? Well, I work for Microsoft. Came right out three times and said he worked for Microsoft. The number on my cell phone came up as unknown. After about 15 or 20 minutes, I explained to him that I wasn't running Windows. I was using Linux. Click, gone. So, yeah, these things... If you got something that wants you to call, you probably have hit a website and there's a temporary file in your browser cache that's redirecting you to that web page. I do not believe it's real. Well, I I was getting it on my Chromebook. 
to call Microsoft. Yeah. I was getting some sort of warning that would borderline lock up my Chromebook, and I had to shut down to get rid of the thing. And I'm thinking to myself, this has nothing to do with Microsoft. No. And I'm getting a warning to call a number. Here's a reminder. You get something like that, don't call. Absolutely. Try and get to another computer, maybe Google it, find out about it. I, I think 99 times out of 100 or 999 times out of 1,000, it is a scam. Do not call those numbers. You are absolutely correct. And yours is a prime example of your experience here. You ran into some website that may have been just temporarily infected. Because webmasters today, they're running cleaners continuous. If something might have come into a web website that you were at, hit this thing on your computer, place that page inside your cache files or as a cookie, and until you shut off your Chromebook, it was telling you that your Windows computer was infected. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Now, if you're in a Windows machine and you run into this and you can't get rid of it by rebooting your computer... The best tool you can do, use is ADW Cleaner. Open up Google.com in the search box. Type in ADW Cleaner space, a plus sign, space, and the word Major Geeks, M-A-J-O-R-G-E-E-K-S. And in the first one or two listings, you're going to see a direct link to download ADW Cleaner. By the way, Steve, I don't know if I mentioned this, but ADW Cleaner is made by the same people who make malware bytes, and it's a free program. It will upload the the it will download the most recent database, clean your system, give you a report, and just tell it to clean and let the good times roll. And you'll rid yourself of this nonsense. Yeah, it, it is. It was amazing to me. I'm on a Chromebook. I, I'm not. I'm not in any Windows program whatsoever. So that illustrates. What's going on out there? This stuff can just pop up out of the blue. But once again, do not call those no numbers. And as you say, don't contribute to their bad behavior. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. We all got to be on a quest to put them out of business. It's that simple. And your experience is a prime example, a prime example of how there was nothing on your computer. Absolutely. There's no way that you had a Windows infection on a Chromebook. It's a completely separate operating system. I've had people with Macs tell me that they're getting Windows notices. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Ridic yeah. They can't tell what you have for a computer within your web browser. So that's very interesting what's happening. All right, it is 118 Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart, each and every Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's bring in Bob in New Hope. Bob, you're on the air. Hey, Doug, thanks for taking the call. You're welcome. I have a, I've been running a 2007 iMac. Well, now I've ran into a situation where some of the sites that I commonly visit, uh, the software is no, no longer compatible. So I upgraded to a brand-new iMac, but my business books are on uh, my old iMac on Quicken 98. The new iMac does not support that software. How do I transfer my books? You need to actually purchase QuickBooks, and Intuit will have a, a built-in where you'll do a backup and a restore or... Just move the entire data copy. But when you go to QuickBooks for the Mac, you're going to be able to pull that in. It's your only option. Now, thankfully today, QuickBooks is not that expensive. Just go to Intuit.com or QuickBooks.com and 
Take a look online. You can search to see if you can find it cheaper, but I recommend buying it right straight from Intuit online. Download the setup file. Set it up. They will actually help you get your data. And don't be afraid to call them. They'll help you through this process. That's really your best approach. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right, good call as always. By the way, the number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. Let's go to the phone lines again. Let's bring in Omar. Omar, you're on the air. Hello. Guys, I just wanted to uh, say as a comment, I appreciate you uh, speaking to the Adware ADW Cleaner because uh, I had launchpage.org, which is a browser uh, it's a browser mimic. Yep, a redirector, very, exactly. A, a browser redirector, and I had went for what you would call almost a week or a weekend of running uh, malicious software removal from Microsoft and running uh, Windows Defender, and I even downloaded some Kaspersky free tools. None of these things detect adware. Malwarebytes, to their credit, uh, is a great adware remover. I just want to know if you guys can speak more on what you call adware ransomware and how it's actually different than viruses and worms. I'll hang up and get your comment. Boy, I tell you, there's a real fine line between malware and viruses today. I have actually searched for this several times, and I cannot find a clear explanation between one or the other. My opinion... A virus is generally something, a computer program, that is like a worm virus. It will, in the background, crawl from one file to another, infecting a file after another after another. Ransomware utilizes that worm technology to encrypt each and every one of your data files. So that's both malware, in my mind, and virus. Malware is anything that is on your computer that doesn't belong there that's doing bad behavior. And I don't know of a virus that couldn't fall under that classification. So there's real gray area in between the two. People want to know today, do I have to have an antivirus and a malware detection? I'm not so certain you do anymore. I think that if you've got a product like ESET, ENOT, ESET 32, um, you're running something like Windows Defender. Windows Defender is both malware and antivirus. ESET, ENOT, ENOT, ESET32, both bit, both malware and antivirus. Bitdefender takes care of all of it. Malware Bytes supposedly takes care of all of it. So it's uh, there's no clear rules here. We're living in very interesting times. Ransomware. Ransomware goes one step farther. And in addition to both these activities, will hijack your browser and give you a brand new place where you can send your money every time it doubles in price. Mm. And that's um, that's the worst of everything because that's, that's blatant, blatant theft. That's robbing your property, holding it ransom until they get paid. Nothing worse. Several of those we've got fixes for, but a couple of new ones we don't. So keep your make sure you got data backup on all your data. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, and that is a key. We bring it up uh, just about every week on the program. Back up your data. 
have clean copies of this data, and have them preferably in multiple formats. Your data bagged up in the clouds and then a hard copy. DVDs are great. I really like the stability of DVDs. Problem is they can get scratched. I'm not a huge fan of USB drives. I'm I'm just leery of those. I'm going to make a point about that when you're done. So, once again, have multiple backups. Absolutely. An external hard drive is a good one. It is. One of the big advantages to a DVDs, to recording the DVDs, you get them recorded, you close that disc so nothing can be added and taken away, you put it in a drawer, nothing can touch that ever again. That's as firm and solid as it can get. USB flash drives. Stevie, I had two brand new ones this week. Right out of the package that didn't work. Wow. Now, I was able to exchange them, but there's this is really a tell. I also do not believe they're as stable and reliable as they were six months ago or a year ago or three years ago. And I'm not certain whether this is just happening because of mass production and we're kicking them out one right after another. I don't know. But I agree. You should have one copy up in the clouds, iCloud, Google Drive, Mosey, Carbonite, whatever you're using, you should have another copy that you're working with on your computer and at least one more copy that's off your computer, off the Internet. Now you're covered. You've got it three ways from Sunday, and you should be good to go. And thank you again. That's great, great advice. And, by the way, uh, the phone number on the program, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. We'll be going over to the text line momentarily, but first, more calls. Let's go to Alan in Plymouth. Alan, you're on the air. Hi, Doug. I uh, appreciate your uh, all your great advice. Well, thank you. Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah, I've got a. Uh, uh, I have an MSN account, and ever since I got Windows Windows 10, it's been very unstable. Sometimes it takes me. Ten times to get in, and then I would go, you know, with my email account or whatever, and I would say, MSN Explorer has stopped working, and it closes it down. And then I have to go reboot my MSN uh, email with a butterfly, and I go in again. And sometimes, like I said, it takes ten times. It'll go to that uh, that box. It'll say MSN has stopped working. Yeah, that 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 that, that little down. butter that little butterfly program that you're using is obsolete. You really don't want to be getting your mail through this. Um, the best way for you to access your MSN account is if you have a recent copy of Internet Explorer, Internet Explorer 11. And you will just simply go to Outlook.com. You will sign in with your MSN email and your password and get it web-based. If you prefer to have a local email client software, which is what you're used to looking at, kind of, then you're going to want to download and install Thunderbird and set up your email there. But make sure you set it up as IMAP and not POP3. And if you have some issues with that, you give me a call next week and I'll help you get through that. But, yeah, that that little butterfly that used to be so simple, it's not working anymore. I, I if yeah, That computer is at my house and I saw that. The first thing I would have done is called you up and say, is it okay if I get rid of this for you? It's uh, bad, bad juju. 
Thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right, very good. Let's go to Todd in Bloomington. Todd, you're on with Doug. Hello. Great show, Doug. Thank you. Um, When you go into these sites for your download of the ADW Cleaner, there's numerous download buttons. I'm always leery of clicking on the right one. Any tips on that? You know, this is one reason why I tell you to use Google and use uh, ADW Cleaner space, a plus sign, space Major Geeks. Major Geeks is a major, major file depository. And once you click on that first or second link, it's going to take you directly to the page. That page is going to show you three or four different places where you can download them. They are all direct downloads with no extra garbage coming into your computer. One will probably be the, the actual author site, and the other two will be Major Geeks mirror sites. Any one of those links are safe as safe can be. I love Major Geeks. It's a tremendous, tremendous resource for all computer users. The amount of information and software available on Major Geeks is its mind-boggling. You can spend days and days and days on this thing and never get through the entire site. It's huge. It does a great job. I hope that helps, and thank you for the call. All right, quick follow-up to earlier uh, from our text line. I just did a quick uh, search. Uh, someone suggested Movideo Editor helps with shakes. From earlier in the program, we've got a great audience, Movavi, M-O-V-A-V-I dot com. And it looks like you can download stuff and play around with videos there. So, I have heard of this, but I haven't played with it for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, th- thank you, Texter. Yeah. So there's an idea for that guy from earlier in the program who had some video that he wanted to clean up that had a lot of uh, shakes. Uh, by the way, M-O-V-A-V-I.com is what suggested. Now, we can't guarantee anything. but I'm going to have to download that and play with it now. Yeah, see? Th- there you go. Uh, it is 129. Quick break. We'll have an update on the weather. We have more calls and more texts. Here's the phone number, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226, and you can text 81807. Tech Talk continues in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio through the news at 2 o'clock today here on CCO. Uh, by the way, following the news and weather at 2, we're going to talk turf. Uh, we're we're going to visit with the folks from Weedman of the Twin Cities about uh, what you should and shouldn't be doing to your yard this time of year. So that's coming up following the news and weather at 2. But without further ado, uh, let's go to the text line and get uh, to some of those. We've got a number of those waiting. And we should point out, now is a great time to call in. We have some phone lines open. If you want to talk to Doug, if you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, 651-989-9226-651-989-9226. All right, uh, from the text line, uh, here's a quickie. Do I need Bitdefender with Linux? No. Um, I set up Linux. I don't add any antivirus, no malware, rock and roll. So you, just, they're just, you just don't have the inherent problems with Linux or Mac OS or Chrome OS that you have in a normal Windows machine. That's the way it handles ports. People should know this too, Steve. 
98% of the entire Internet backbone is built on Unix and Linux. The first reason for that is security. Second reason for that is robust behavior and low maintenance. Mm. And you can have it on a desktop today. So it's a great alternative for many, many people. Not perfect for everybody. If you're running some sort of software that's Windows compliant, you're going to have to have a Windows interface somewhere. I did do a laptop last week that had pure Linux, and I used VirtualBox and installed Windows inside of Linux. And that was worked out slick, too. But you need to have a little bit more powerful machine when you begin to layer operating systems. But all things are possible. All right. uh, Here's another follow-up on videos and shaking. Apparently, YouTube uh, helps you out there as well. If you set up a YouTube account, uh, there are some video editing things and some things you can do to clean up your videos. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, Doug, uh, how about the difference between... C cleaner, which you've talked about, and ADW cleaner. Oh, two completely separate programs. C cleaner is used to optimize your system's proficiency. Cleaning out your temp files and your cache files and optimizing your registry. ADW cleaner goes right straight to your hard drive and looks at every file and examines it for malware and or viruses or any kind of malicious nonsense that's going on inside your browsers for redirection. Two completely separate issues. You cannot compare the two. And, and I suggest to people with Windows 7, Windows 8, or Windows 10 that they should have both. They really should. ADW Cleaner will sit as a standalone or a portable software on your hard drive and just sit there. It's not going to run in memory and you're only going to use it if you absolutely need it. And, in fact, I generally recommend to people, once they got their system clean, delete the file. If you ever need it in the future, you're going to download a new fresh copy and go from there. But great, great text. All right. Uh, now and then uh, we get uh, people who want to sync their calendars. Uh, can you sync your Android phone calendar? You've got one of those and your Outlook calendar on your computer. This can get tricky, I know, syncing various calendars. You know how much I like that word, Outlook. Yeah, yeah, oh boy. (laughs) All right. Yes, you can. However, anytime you involve Outlook, you've got a whole different can of worms. I would suggest that you have a Gmail account, and there is software available right from within Google that you can tie your calendar together, your Outlook calendar together with your Gmail or Google calendar. Once you have it on the Google calendar, you open up your Android device. It just is there. It's that simple. All right. And, and that, that can be a, a real challenge. And we brought this up before. But uh, it, it's still a huge no-brainer. Yeah. You know, get yourself a Gmail account. Uh, You you don't have to put all your eggs in that basket, but I think over time as you play with it, understand um, all the apps that come along board that that you're really going to like having a Gmail account and all the things you can do with with calendars and backups and all of the sorts of things that you get for free. Well, and you know, take it one step farther. I agree. You don't have to keep all your eggs in the Google basket, however... I can almost guarantee 
The longer you play with it, that's exactly what you're going to do. When we have multiple devices like nearly all of us do today, a desktop, a laptop, a tablet, an Android phone, whatever the mix, work, home, whatever, the Google product, the Gmail, the Google Calendar, the Google Contacts, the Google Drive is such a wonderful hub and keeping everything synchronized, it just doesn't get any easier. So again, I say, play with it a little while, you will convince yourself that it's the answer. It's just automatic. I agree. Can't do any better. You couldn't do any better if it was $100 a month for, as far as I'm concerned. All right, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. Here's one that could be a problem. I have an infinite loop of Internet Explorer has stopped working. Is there a way to fix this? I've been using Chrome instead. Can I just uninstall? Yes. This particular user, depending on what version of Windows they have, you need to go under Control Panel, Programs and Features. Hopefully you're using 7. If you're using XP or Vista, this is going to get to be an issue. Control Panel, Programs and Features. On the left side, you're going to see Windows Installed Features. Pop in there. Check to see if you've got Internet Explorer 8 and or 9 and or 10 and or 11. Uncheck them all. Restart your computer. Go back into your control panel and reinstall Internet Explorer 11 only. And if you have issues with that, give me a call. I have a freestanding Internet Explorer 11 that you can install like a normal software and it will clean it right up. This is generally a condition of going from one version of Internet Explorer to another, and it's in a continuous loop, not quite completing the update. So start, just get rid of them all and start fresh. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and Doug, it's one of those things, if you have a Windows machine, you you can't really get rid of Internet Explorer. You, You need it there. But uh, we've always recommended on the program uh, Chrome, Firefox. There's a lot of other good browsers out there. Even Safari for Windows. You can put is Safari right on a Windows computer. Works just fine. But in general, I, I don't use Internet Explorer. No. And here's the thing. If you un- uninstall Internet Explorer and just leave it off your machine, yes, you can run. However, the internal functions that used to be performed by Internet Explorer will automatically shuffle to Windows Explorer. So all that background nonsense is going to go on in any, no matter what you do. So you might as well just put it on Internet Explorer because it's much more controllable. Just yeah. Keep that in mind. So good luck. And again, thank you for the text. It was a great text. All right, uh, quick follow-up. Uh, from time to time, we get this on the program. We were talking about ADW Cleaner and C Cleaner. And just a quick rundown again for people that didn't catch that. Two good programs, two programs that you can probably have on your computer and it'll serve you well. Absolutely. CCleaner. CCleaner is by a company called Piriform. CCleaner is a cleaning system that cleans your temp files, your history files, your browser files. And in addition to that, has a registry optimizer. 
It will have an uninstaller. will show you what programs and allow you control over what programs are getting up and running with Windows with not a whole lot of fanfare. It's a great, great piece of work. ADW Cleaner is going after nasties. It's going after malware, viruses that couldn't be detected by your antivirus, which it's very possible that virus was on your computer before you even installed your antivirus program. It's not likely, but it is possible. Whatever the case may be, ADW Cleaner will find it and eradicate it. So, one, they're both considered cleaners, but they're cleaning different issues. CCleaner should be thought of as a system optimizer and a system cleaner to make your computer more stable. ADW Cleaner should be thought of as a cleaning of the of the nasties, of the malware, of the viruses, and all the things that uh, an upper echelon or an installed antivirus might not be able to find because of the way it has to tie together with Windows DLL and cross-link files and so on and so forth. So I hope that helps. It's They're both valid, and they should be on every Windows machine, in my opinion. It is 145. Tech Talk continues with Doug here on CCO. I can't remember how to do it, but uh, the question from the text line, how do I connect my printer with my iPhone? I had to do it when I was visiting my mom and dad in Arizona because I was getting ready to come home, and I was getting ready and doing some prep for some ball games. So I had to go on the website, the Minnesota State High School League website, and print some things out. I can't remember how to do it, but once I figured it out, it wasn't bad. They had... uh, a wireless-enabled HP printer, and I, I had to play around a little bit, but I got there. You do. Each printer has its own resource for doing this. If you've got a printer set up with Wi-Fi, and especially if it's an HP printer, HP does a tremendous job with what they call ePrint. They will actually run your printing right straight through the Internet if that's needed. You could be at one location and print your home printer using ePrint. Now, to just connect to a printer within a local area network, it's very helpful if you've got the IP address of the printer. With that IP address, you can just use normal software and then tell it you want to do a manual find, put in your Internet protocol address, and it will automatically find it and install it. But each printer is individual. You'll have to do some research, whether it's an Epson or a Canon or an HP They all want you to work with all your devices throughout your entire local area network. So you'll find it. And if you need some help with that, give me a call next week and we'll figure out what you need. All right. uh, That that is a good one. But like I said, I had to fool around a little bit and then finally I got it. It's like, wow, this is really neat. Sometimes we got to be tenacious. Just don't give up. Yeah, it, it it took me a while. It took me a couple of Google searches to get to the bottom. Several of it, beers, and you're, later well, in your you got it rolling. Not, not quite, because I had to head for the airport. One forty-seven, thirteen minutes now in front of two o'clock here at CCO Tech Talk will continue in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 149.11 before 2, all the news and weather at 2, and then we'll talk turf following the news and weather at 2 o'clock. And we'll get an Earth Day update at about 2.35 today here on CCO. And 
Sports Saturday gets started at 3, so stick around for that. And, of course, we'll keep an eye on the weather for you. But really no problems weather-wise. Just a great weekend. We had some dreary days during the week, but uh, it was a beauty on Friday, another beauty today, and it certainly looks good tomorrow. Let's go to the phones. Chip in Shoreview. Chip, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Chip. Do we got you? Yes, uh, Doug. Um I have not received any updates on my Microsoft 7 for uh, months. I think it was last October mm. when I was provided a update for Windows 7. I just wondered if they're still being supported. They are. Um, I would actually have to take a look at your computer. If nothing's wrong and you've got adequate antivirus installed and you're running well, I don't think I would worry too much about it. If you're really curious, you can download a program called G, GWX Control Panel, and it's a free program. And even though that program is designed to prevent Windows 10 from taking over your computer, there is a little section on there on the right side. Use the portable version. You don't even have to install it on your computer. There's a section that talks about clearing your cache clearing your update folders. I had a computer last week that I ran GWX control panel, had 78,000 files stuck in that cache. Once that cleaned out, the whole entire computer took off. Had like 16 or 17 different update loops running. And that could be what your condition is as well. You could possibly have updates that are attempting to come in and revolving and revolving and revolving. Try GWX control panel, find it via Google, and just download it and run it and see what it does. And if you need some help with that, give me a holler next week and we'll get you handled in a jiffy. We'll have Doug's numbers at the end of the program here at CCO, including his uh, phone number and email. Uh, Here's one from the text line. I have a tablet. I don't use a mouse. I just use the, the pad itself. The cursor has become so jittery. That when I click on it, I never know where it's going. What could be going on there? Well, that's bizarre. Um, if it was on a PC, I would say be looking for some software that's running in the background and robbing your resources, which can happen on a tablet as well. Um, if it's a touch screen, possibly clean your screen. I, I I really got no firm answer on that one. That's a that's a bizarre thing. Yeah, that that's one of those. Depending on the model, you, you may want to go out and, and do a Google search and see if that's typical to that particular unit or what could be going on there. I, I suppose it's something that could need an update as well. There, either, there could be a lot of issues going on there. Either that or we've downloaded and installed and are running a ton of apps in the background that's overtaxing the processor. Uh, something like that. And if that's the case on a tablet, just take it back to a factory restore and start fresh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, What's a good way to keep uh, our Windows 10 hard drive defragged? What should I use to defrag or optimize if I have a solid state drive or an SSD? And, and Doug, you talk about this from time to time. They they don't need to be defragged like uh, the old spinners. Yeah, and in fact, you will create extra wear and tear where it's not needed with a with a solid state drive. Now, if you've got a rotary drive, I really like Oz Logic, A U S like short for Australia, L O G I C. 
Oz Logic. And once you get that, and here again, this program not only can install on your computer, but also has a portable version. So it just opens up right from an executable file. It isn't installed. And once you get it open, you'll see the word defrag. And just to the right of that, you'll see one of them cute little drop-down arrows. And if you hit that drop-down arrow, you can slide on down and you can select defrag and optimize. This is a fascinating process to me. This not only defragments all your files, but it will actually move the most frequently used files to the front or the fastest part of your hard drive. Great program. I love OzLogic. And Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, uh, doesn't matter. If you've got a rotary spinner type drive, a conventional hard drive, that's the product to use, in my opinion. SSD drives, you really don't want to be defragging them. Yeah, maybe once when you first set it up, and after that, leave them alone. Let them work. All right, Tug, and uh, how old uh, does a computer need to be before upgrading to an SSD drive may not work? Or is it one of those where it can help different vintages? You know, every computer will experience a huge performance increase with an SSD. Now, with that said, if you have a computer that the bus speed is less than 100, if it's 68, uh, ATA 66, for example, that's not going to be a good candidate. But at this point, if you've got a computer that's perhaps 10 years old, it's a smart move. I I had a laptop in that I put a SSD drive in running Windows 10. Took eight minutes to boot in Windows 10. After the SSD drive, 55 seconds. Wow. Huge. And, and I mirrored it. I didn't even have a chance to work on Windows before we got done. But that's the type of difference in performance you'll see. All right, Doug, we've got to run. Uh, time is just about up. We have all the news and weather at 2 o'clock today. Uh, but before we run out of time, let, let's get out your email and phone number. Ah, Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. All right, Doug, you're going to be out in the yard today? You're i got to get outside somehow. I think I'm going to grill. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Fire it, up the Weber. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like uh, the rains could move in uh, beginning Monday, and it could be a cloudy week, so get out and uh, soak in a little vitamin D today. There you go. Have a good one. All right, there he is, Doug Swinhart, Tech Talk, here on the CCO. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.